baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 977, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the Tuesday edition of The Edge. Thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. Excited to be back in here. John Tabor running the Death Star uh, at Central Control. We're brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to find, folks, anywhere in the free world. By the way, Jamie, we're doing a remote. I talked to him the other day. Probably in the next two weeks, we're going to try to hook up a remote out there live from doggy daycare. Yes, uh, the weather, palatial estates of Dr. David Weber and Weather and permitting, yeah. But uh, 318-345-4545, U.S. 165 North in Monroe. Go by and see Dr. Weber. Tell him you heard about it on ESPN. Terry. Number one, good to see you. Glad to see that you're alive. It was a little touch and go there for a while. <laughs> I tried to tell you before you went to Hawaii, however, there, un, that uh, it is not an urban myth. There is a shelf life to spam and pineapple, and I don't know if you got a hold of some bad ones, but there's a delayed reaction, and apparently it hit you after you got back and got over your jet lag. Uh, it was uh, So, folks, you know it's bad when you got to get IV'd. And uh, I wasn't sure that it wasn't vodka going through that line, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. You looked like you had seen uh, Beelzebub. I mean, it was it was a tough look uh, to see your partner there suffering like that. Um, it uh, it wasn't a good look, good good feeling. But I tried to. I said I, I told him. Now you know it's bad when you go to Hawaii and they serve spam at the McDonald's. Yes, they actually do. And there is a – I don't know, but I think you got a hold of uh, – I wish I could say you got a hold of some bad bourbon or something, or, or but it's not. This was this was a uh, possibly foodborne, you believe? We don't yeah, know well, they, We don't know the pathogen they, 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 at this they point. They couldn't but. be exactly sure. It might have been uh, food po- – I've had food poisoning once before, and I highly recommend. You know, if you're looking for a quick weight loss program – That's it. That's guaranteed to work <laughs> – you know, you're, you're, food poisoning. you're a high school lineman. You need to drop that 15 before you uh, before the summer heat. This is the place. This is the way to do it uh, outside of uh, outside of surgery, uh, which I don't recommend that either. Um, but again, here you are uh, within a, a mere 24 hours. Uh, oh, yes. I see the uh, the I see the puncture lines. He looks like he's been attacked. A pin cushion. He looked like that kid that got attacked by that bear the other day in somewhere. I mean, you know, I'd never are. make a good drug user. No, you'd horrible. I, I'd be a horrible drug user. <laughs> the aversion <laughs> to needles. Intravenous is not the way to go for you. No. Um, although, uh, at, at some point in time, I'm sure you were probably grateful for those that uh, that are legal, that are now pulsating through your veins right uh, now. Yeah, I'll that's give why a shout out. Yeah, community... Uh, Health Center, great people, man. They did a great job. They, they, they did. They, they, I really appreciate them because it was not good for a while. <laughs> they probably didn't even want you in there, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they put me in the back. Like I didn't see the quarantine sign go on the door, but I'm not positive it wasn't there. <laughs> How long were you a uh, 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 visitor? To Six that hours. Event? Really? Yep. I didn't. Mm. When, I, when I checked out, the lady goes, I thought you were going to be here all day. <laughs> like, Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> And did you notice an immediate relief, or uh, was this? Uh, t- it took a little while. No, it took a little. It took a little while. I mean, you feel better when you get the fluids going, but yeah, just the dehydration kicks in. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. you know, it's just not a good deal. And um, anyway, I was very appreciative to uh, to the staff over there. They did a great job. So, and you know, it's worse. I think during the summer, 
you know, because it's it's hot. It's I mean, you know, it's you're you're miserable. Were you taken uh, by family members? Were you, did you drive yourself? No, I drove or? myself the next really? morning. Really? Yeah, I, I debated going to the ER that night. I'm like, now nah, tough it out. Bad decision. Bad decision. Well, anyway, you're here. Uh, SEC Media Days is here. You're you're back amongst the living. And uh, okay, I got a question on SEC okay. Media Days. All right. Darius Guy, like, you know, it's never too early. Everything's drama these days, which I actually I like. It's entertainment. Um, Darius Guy said that Alabama was scared of LSU last year because they stacked the box. Now, let, let's like at this from, from not as an Alabama fan or an LSU fan, but, J- Jamie, just as a general college football fan, say you're a USC fan or you're a Michigan fan or something of that nature, LSU has Leonard Fournette and Darius Geis, arguably the best one-two punch in the country last year. But not on the field at the same time. Right. But, you know, right. you, you replace one with the other. And and so the quarterback at LSU, let's just say it's not a it, – it compared to their running game, is not nearly as effective. Is that a fair statement? Uh, yes, indeed More it than is. fair, right? Right. And so if you're the – and I'm not a football coach, but if you're the defensive coordinator at Alabama, wouldn't it make sense to go, you know what, I'm going to put half of the state of Alabama in the box to mm-hmm. make sure they can't run, and I'm going to make them throw the ball – to beat me that's logical right which is what they did and then Darius guys comes up and says hey um bama was scared because they had the backs the box loaded i think they call that respect absolutely there's no question alabama respects them lsu could, could beat them absolutely but being scared i don't know that scared talk didn't end up so well with florida well, i don't think they year. were scared of Al- uh, lsu throwing the football I think yeah thank thing. you right uh Oh, did you see what, who uh, Florida's homecoming game is next year? Uh, for the next two years, probably. Yes, the uh, next two years that are the row. Bayou Bengals will uh, visit the swamp for homecoming. Is that uh, is that a rivalry that's really been ramped up here? Maybe in recent. Uh, you talking about the college baseball World Series where right. Florida beats them? Florida goes and has the goal line stand at LSU after the much uh, contentious, if you will, uh, debate on scheduling, and now Florida. Put some uh, for homecoming. Oh, did you see the thing when LSU and this was everything is a Twitter war these days from from President Trump on down to the to the janitor at the uh, at the junior high. But everybody's got a Twitter account. They troll people when LSU had their spring game this year. It was uh, postponed. I think ended up being just canceled because of lightning. Well, I think they moved it indoors and finished it up. And and the Florida football Twitter account uh, had the thing up there and it had LSU spring football game. Hashtag safety first. <laughs> well, if you're Florida and you were given opportunities uh, multiple times to move the game like South Carolina did, uh, same situation because I believe that front that hit Florida also hit South Carolina. Uh, LSU gave them many opportunities um, to move the game. Uh, LSU was actually willing to come in early and play the game. Uh, so there were. It's not like Look, they didn't I'm, I'm give taking up for Florida on this one. I, I'm an LSU. I'm taking up for. Florida I know it's on this a home one. game, but but no. just reschedule it. No, the thing is, yeah, and, and they were going to and the, go back there. The, the thing but, about no, the thing about. Believe it, did want to give up the home game. Yeah, that that true. You you have people's egos out there. The thing about this one is Florida. I think it was 75 percent of their kids had family members in that impacted zone down on the southeast coast, and so yeah, I, I, I get that. I mean, and I think they were a little bit ridiculous over the top with that. But now it's it's great. Uh, well, McIlwain trolling out there. Um, it, it was McIlwain needs to be a little. Uh, no, he doesn't. Li- no, no, no. He needs to because there's a a very, very how shall I say incriminating photo of Jim McIlwain out there this summer on a fishing trip 
What's he doing? Uh, let's just say it's a compromising position. And he doesn't need to be I, – I, I don't think he'll be addressed this way at SEC Media Days, but uh, – Is I he would, with a young lady? Is he with – I mean, what – No, it is with a uh, – with a shark. Uh, and it's uh, – it appears that – I know it may be Photoshopped, but it is a rather large man sans his clothing. Uh, how shall I say having a uh, discussion with a shark? Uh, but the shark is – I think he's been in brought into the boat and so forth. So – uh, McElwain needs to keep a very low profile right now. Is what I'll say. Okay, I just pulled and, uh, this. Up. I just pulled this up on the yes. Orlando Sentinel. Yes, uh, and it says naked shark guy. That's, that would be Jim McElwain. Naked shark guy identified as former New York City police officer. Uh, maybe not Jim McElwain. It certainly has all the. In the if I'm t- if that's the case, then this guy is the perfect body double for Jim McElwain. This is it, it is. You tell me. You take a look at that photo and tell me that's Jim McElwain. You know, some things can't be unseen once you look at it. I mean, it. it's not the most pleasant thing. I don't recommend it. We're not going into a lot of depth about it, but I'm telling you, this is Jim McElwain, ah, naturel. And you're going. I don't. I don't really want to see that. I, but so for him, and you get LSU coming to your place for the next two years. And, and, ah, my eyes. I know exactly. <laughs> Uh, you were, uh, that was, that's no extra charge for that, Terry, by the way. Welcome oh, back. Dear uh, God, I thought I was sick before. If you weren't sick before you saw that, you will be soon. Now tell me, look at that gentleman. I'm not telling you, I mean, I'm not, not really, tell me that's not Jim McElwain. It just, uh, I, just, just a bit, I don't know. Starling resemblance. I, it sort of looks like it. It is a far, it is from a distance. Thank goodness the picture is not up close and personal, but it is indeed. What poor. Oh, that's Soul a bad. took the picture. That's now I, I do think, in, in defense of either Jim McElwain or the gentleman, the ex, the New York police officer, uh, that's your story. Okay, um, I do think alcohol is involved at this point. Uh, a lot of it. That shark is huge. Oh, here we go. Yeah, British animal rights activist. Yeah, well, <laughs> and TV presenter Annika Svinska touched off uh, the Twitter. She tweeted the image at. Won't you call and ask him why he did this? Now let, let me. Let me explain. Well, what he was. This I is. will tell you why, Annika. The man was drunk, drunker than Cooter Brown. This is a, a yes. very large naked dude. Yes, laying on top of a shark in the boat. That I assume he brought into the boat. Fish. I don't think the shark jumped into the now, boat. Now, so, yeah. here's here. This begs is Annika more upset with the fish, the the large shark being brought into the boat, or she upset with the gratuitous nudity? What do you think it is? I think it's the shark. I, she ought to be upset with the, with the the, the man uh, as far as not necessarily. What if he was just uh, petting it or something and then well, throwing it back into the ocean? Let, let's that, stay that'd in this, be a difference. Let's stay in this vein. Let, let's let's stay with animal activist people. Good good story. Uh, in Florida, there is a nude beach down by Miami. Now, no, I have not frequented this. Uh, that's your story. Yeah, no, there's no. I, I wouldn't do that. Uh, at any rate, they didn't want to see you. There naked is a yesterday. lifeguard. That tried to sh- uh, to uh, chase a shark away from a nude beach. Now, let's get this. Let's let's let me paint this picture for you. Boy, that's job security. Yeah. And so there's there's a nude beach down in Miami. Have you ever noticed that? Probably, and I've never been there. Actually, I walked by one one time uh, in the Caribbean. And a lot of people at nude beaches, uh, like, they shouldn't. You shouldn't. No, no, you they shouldn't. Do that. You yeah. shouldn't do that. Yeah, you didn't see. Uh, you didn't see the uh, Fox News girls. Yeah, yeah, like, dude. Right. You see, like Rosie O'Donnell. Like, yeah, dude, exactly. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so there's a guy. It's uh, Hallover Beach. What's the name of it? 
Hallover Beach okay. is the name of it, out of Miami-Dade. Uh, no shark attack. Um, uh, 15 times in recorded history they've had a shark attack. Anyway, dude was out there swimming, Elvin Lanza, swimming a natural. And there's a bull shark. They thought it was a bull shark that was swimming up and down the coast. So they had a little guy that was the lifeguard in what one of the sea dews yes. behind him and was shouting at people, hey, there's a shark in the water, get out. There's a shark in the water, get out, which you want your lifeguards to do. That's probably logical, right? Well, and the shark apparently is drawn to contrast. That's what the, uh, the animal rights people are saying. And so, like, if you have a particular tan part of your body and then maybe a part of your body that's not so tan, the shark is drawn to the contrast. That would be called bait. Uh, yeah, among other things. Yes. And so, anyway, uh, the shark chomps down on Mr. Lanza's legs. And uh, this was the quote. Before the little sea guy could get there. Yeah, from the Florida Natural Museum of History International Shark Attack file. Here's the thing. Now, the lifeguard was trailing him uh, on a bike trying to warn the bathers. But the foremost shark authority said the shark was being harassed. Not necessarily intentionally, but trying to be herded out of the area. Uh, it's a potential co- contributing factor that should be addressed. So dude is behind the shark going, hey, there's a shark in the water. You might want to get out. And this is the harass. You know what harassment of the shark would be? Putting a harpoon in his head to save the naked people <laughs> that are swimming in the water. Well, say you're, you're, you're celebrating your 30th wedding anniversary with the wife and you decide to go to the, uh, hey, what better way to celebrate than go to the nude beach in said place? And you catch grief about doing what you paid a lot of money, obviously, to do. And you're obviously fixed to be shark bait. And the little sea-doo guy's not getting there in time. And He's then, doing everything he can. He's going, get out of the water. There's a shark coming. Well, it could be that the guy was a little far out and some couldn't get there before. What more? I'm going to go, no, I'm going to stay Mr. in the water. I don't care about sharks. And, and dangling bait to boot. He was dangling his bait, and uh, the guy had to get in to the uh, shoreline, and uh, then, uh, in addition to being chomped on and, and doing your best to get out of the water, uh, then you got to hear it from the uh, Save the World, uh, Save the Whales crowd or whatever going, well, it's, you know, you you really messed with Mr. Shark. Well, got one more before and, we hit this break. Well, it, you know, they got this more. They got the running of the bulls thing going on in mm-hmm. Pamplona, Spain. Yes. Well, they had uh, two Americans got gored yesterday. You know, you run with the bulls, and they try to good, gore you. Good, your odds increase when you do that. Yeah, you that, can do yeah. this when you're like 20 to 25 years old. The shelf life probably ends after that. Yeah. Anyway, at the end of the bullfight, I don't know if you've ever been to one, but the bull ends up, they kill the bull, and they have a big barbecue, and everybody's happy, right? Por, por, uh, uno more cerveza, por favor, one yeah, more. Yeah. Anyway, they had two people that were protesters that when the bull was going down, they ran and threw themselves on top of the bull yesterday. And they asked the guy why, and he said, I didn't want the bull to die alone. Oh. Yeah. After the, the bull had gored a few people. Yeah. We well, don't know if it was that particular What is it bull, just one bull in Papalona? How do you pronounce that? Papalona, Spain. You're, you're Papalona whatever if you yeah. don't get the heck out of there. So I think that would be pretty cool. At my age, I couldn't do that. I have to go like a week before the bulls. Anyway, you're listening to ESPN 97.7. A couple of texts to read. You're welcome to chime in on the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. Bullfighting bull and the running of the bulls, a sporting and, event. And Look, Naked Shark. Uh, and, and Naked Shark, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to like We're that. off to a good start. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. This segment is sponsored by our friends at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. You'll see them on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. We return. God knows what Jamie and I'll get into. Stay tuned. 
On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Super saving, super selection. It's the 29th annual J&H Boots and Jeans Christmas and July 10th sale, July 6th through 16th. It's the largest Western wear sale in the South. Ladies' corral boots start at $79.95. Justin Gypsies from $59.95. Blouses start at $9.95. Many more bargains under the tent and in the store. It's the Christmas and July 10th sale, July 6th through 16th at J&H Boots and Jeans, West Monroe. To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Eric McCullough, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help. Call 318-254-0032 or stop by my office at 734 Celebrity Drive today. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. I'm bad, and I'm better than ever. I'm a nerd for making things better. Face, face, cause your opinion don't matter. This maniac is gonna step on whomever. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the survival edition of Edge. Wild Kingdom. Uh, Wild Kingdom. Uh, you know, lots of stuff. I mean, where else do you get people? Uh, we talk soccer. We talk uh, uh Less than clothed dudes with sharks taking pictures thereof. Uh, well, it's it's. Uh, I'm telling you, that is naked and afraid. It is very, uh, very, very much so. Uh, yes. T chimes in. Oh, the stories that shark is going to have to tell his buddies. <laughs> uh, he he did. Yes, it was a good day at the beach for the shark. Um, but anyway, uh, I assume uh, you don't do any of that kind of stuff in Hawaii. Uh, no. You stay on land most of the time. I don't, you land. don't really venture. You may t- stick the uh, toes in the water, but you're not much for a... Uh... Jamie, I learned to surf about 12 years ago, 10 to 12 years ago in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. I'm telling you, if I'd have done that when I was 18 years old, I would probably be on the beach somewhere today, mm-hmm. never had a job, and just be surfing. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost one of the most unbelievable things I've ever done in my life. As I've gotten older, it's just harder, and, and I've... I'm not in the shape of maybe uh, McIlwain. I'm maybe in a little bit better shape than that, but not a lot. And for the last couple of years, I just haven't gone, but love to surf. But, yeah, I'm pretty much on the land most of the, the time. The only thing about surfing, you know, everything uh, would, would kick uh, 
they do say that the uh, surfers uh, very much look like a sea lion to a shark. Uh, you are, as you said, they are uh, sharks are, how should we say, visually enticed. And when you're on that board and you're, guess what? It's a sea lion. Uh, they don't really discriminate necessarily. I mean, whether it's, you know, they're, they're going to come after you. Uh, I will just say this. Uh, fish have intimate relationships in water, so that's why I generally stay out. Uh, a shark is a fish. So I do try to avoid that you as know, well. Almost all shark attacks happen in water. I saw that. Pretty I, much. I saw that written somewhere. Pretty much a, a yeah. good chance is if a shark does bite you, it will be in an aqua environment. Well, we could go back to the old Saturday Night Live land shark episodes. Yes, we can. And yeah. now, who's there? Land shark. Land shark. <laughs> land shark. Yes. Uh, but this is a, generally, if you're going to get bit, it's not going to be on land, unless you bring it, you know, on the beach and then you put your hand in its mouth it's a good chance he's going to bite you there if he's still alive speaking of such and i'm going to read this yahoo sports headline for you okay uh viagra will not advertise on nfl games this year signaling softening ad market for nfl possibly yes uh you have to be wise with your dollars uh if you're a company now as far as marketing uh you know i would say right now the nfl is a hard sell and it's not necessarily with with the with the uh, negotiations that have been going on. Uh, you know, you hear about the the Kaepernick situation. Um, NFL players trying to be uh, a little more, uh, how should we say, politically involved. And they, I think they they tend to bleed on the opposite side of a lot of the people that buy the tickets to see them. Uh, this doesn't surprise me. Well, a couple things going on here. Uh, Viagra. They had a 20-year patent. I believe it was a 20-year patent. That's expiring. Mm-hmm. And so the issue is now you're going to have uh, the market flooded with uh, similar products. So they're losing, actually, their, you know, premier uh, monopoly status, if well, you yeah, will. They, had, they did have a monopoly. Already. And Cialis is going to do the same thing. They're losing um, their patent as well. And so $31 million a year is what they've been uh, wow getting. But that's nothing compared to... Some of the others, the biggest advertisement. Well, let me ask you a question. What do you think the biggest advertiser is on NFL games? Who? Well, your, your first blush would be Budweiser or something I, like I would that. have said the same thing, yeah. but no, not even close. The automotive industry, hmm. $889 million a year. Uh, it's almost twice the next largest category, which is wireless telephone. Hmm. AT&T, Sprout, you know, all those. And then movies are the number six. Uh, it kind of gives you that list there. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting. But, you know, they talk about uh, now the the Super Bowl ads at $5 million per 30-second spot. Apparently that's going to go uh, significantly down because of uh, just the NFL. And interesting thing here. I mean, you you know, we, go, we can go back to the, the fact that everything now – with the media the way that it is, I can look, I can get on my phone, Jamie, and I can watch any NFL game there is. I can get on my iPad. I can watch any NFL game there is. It's not like you have to be plugged into a television anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that's an entirely different niche market, including with the, the Generation X, Y, and the Millennials. It's a whole different ball game with those guys now. So interesting. And then you throw in, and I think a lot of people, uh, some people agree, some people don't, but I think it's certainly a factor, is the Colin Kaepernick situation yeah i think that plays a greater role than people really realize and you know i just think the nfl is being a little 
uh, naive and not thinking the fallout from that has uh, long-term ramifications. Now, is the product still good on the field? Yeah, it is. It really is. And I think the the NFL as a whole puts out a you know a pretty sound product. But uh, it's all these off-the-field sort of things, and they're doing things to you know to bring attention to yourself. Um, I think fans are voting with their pocketbook, and obviously advertisers have taken note. And, uh, you know, Viagra and Cialis being two of them, but there's other things involved, as you indicated, the car companies and, and uh, the telephones, uh, wireless telephone and so forth, have, uh, have also taken note. So you're, you're only going to put your advertising dollars where you think it makes sense and where you think you're going to get the greatest return on investment. And uh, right now uh, the NFL is not doing themselves any favors. Well, uh, on balance, text in, when Bob Costas gave us a lecture on gun control at halftime during Monday Night Football, I was done with him. And this is a couple years ago. I, I do remember that. Um, interesting. Interesting. Uh, does that, you know, do you watch, I'll throw that out to you guys. Do you watch as much NFL as you used to? No. And if not, why? Is it that you have more entertainment opportunities out there? Is it the NFL is less interesting? Is it more interesting? Do you have a personal – and I'll tell you this, just for me, and I can't speak for anybody else, you or anyone else, I don't care what people's social beliefs are. I, I don't care what your politics are. None of that matters. Just like when I go to the movies. I go to the movies to be entertained. I don't care that Tom Cruise or Denzel Washington is, you know, save the trees or, or shoot more alligator. It, none of that matters to me. What I want to do is I want to be entertained. That's what I'm paying my money for, not to be lectured by someone or someone else. And so football and, and sports to me are the same way. I want to be entertained. It's an escape because we have it 22 hours a day. Everything else, you know, on top of you, the, you know, politics and all these sort of things. When, when I go to a football game or a basketball game or a baseball game, I want to be entertained. I, I'm not, I don't care about politics. And I think a lot of people are, am I wrong? No, I think a lot of people uh, feel that way. And then now that this other things have, have creeped into it, and people are turned off, and um, I think it, it also – I mean, of course, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Sure it is, but I, uh, I'm i not one of these people that's – you know, the, the Facebook – you call them Facebook fans, and, of course, this was brought up – Facebook coaches. Facebook coaches were brought up uh, this morning about, uh, you know, uh, with Aaron and, and uh, Coach Tharp about how uh, – you know, everybody's all of a sudden, um, Barry Seaburn is stepping down at Franklin Parish, I going to the administrative role. Uh, and all of a sudden, you know, now they take the chance to, to take pot shots at him. And I'm going, really? This Who's guy? doing that? What, are they hidden well, on Facebook? They're, they're hidden on Facebook. They're hidden on uh, – the people take to the Internet, and all of a sudden, well, he never threw the ball enough and all this. Oh, dear Come God. on. And, and he brought up a very good point, and this is something we don't stop. Try to, try to put yourself in their shoes. It's just like with us or anybody else. You know what? You think you can do a better job? Apply for the job. People want to coach on Friday nights, yeah. Jamie. They don't want to coach Saturday through Thursday. No. Go sit in the stands of any – it doesn't matter what sport it is. And the entitlement with the parents, you know, they'll watch ESPN and listen to a couple of announcers mm-hmm. that have no clue what they're talking about generally. Mm-hmm. Because, look, here, let me tell you something. Nobody's in those locker rooms. Nobody understands what those coaches are trying to get those players to do. Nobody gets the game plan but those coaches and the players sitting in the room. Now, can you take general observations and things like that? Absolutely. But nobody knows the, the inside of that. And you got the morons sitting in the stands going, hey, they should run more cover, too. 
you know, it's it's that's why you see so many good coaches getting out of the business. I haven't seen the thing, and I don't know Coach Sieber. Let me let me. We're Facebook no, I don't, friends. I don't we, either, but we've interacted a couple times on Facebook. But for people to take shots at you, I you know, it, it's amazing because uh, well, they're doing the best they can. And of course, one of the reasons he gave for stepping down is he's got so many responsibilities outside of coaching. Uh, you know, as far as you know, having to hire coaches and, and the ability to attract coaches to to Winsboro and, and places Oof, like that. Good luck with that. Yeah, and he 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 addressed that. It's like, and by the way, I mean, this is a really I'd like to get to this more in the next segment. Do you realize he had he had two for Darian Mathis was at Winsboro for two years. Now he, he ended up at Neville. The other one ended up on uh, I think on the other side moving. He mentioned about a starting running back he had at one point in time. Guess where he ended up. DeSoto, Texas. Guess where he also ended up signing a college scholarship. So we talk about we talk about brain drain from this area. We also got to talk about athletic drain from this area. Remember DJ Augustine yep. not long ago. You know what? It's a wonder we can put any kind of competitive product on the field based on the, some of the things that have happened. But we do. Interesting stuff. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, uh, Naked Sharks, uh, Bull Goring, and more. Cialis. Cialis, you name it, folks. We, we, we don't dodge anything. That's we we uh, take them head on. And uh, we would love for you to hear you uh, text to us or call in and uh, take us on yep. head on. Absolutely. You're listening to ESPN 97.7 segment sponsored by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need, Bobby is there for you. Go see him today. Give him a call, 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Jamie and I'll be back momentarily. Stay tuned. Your vehicle is clean, sparkling clean in four minutes. We'll show you how. Get it clean as can be. Yeah, baby, right now. Come on down. You will see. A great watch. Green vacuums. Cool technology. Rocket fast car wash. Rocket fast. It's a blast. And your vehicle is clean. Now with six locations from Monroe to our newest on Mansfield Road in Shreveport. Paid announcer. Some things are simple as ABCs. Bankruptcy is not one of them. But there is help. Start by A, allowing yourself to seek help from an experienced attorney. James Spivey can assist you with creditors, avoiding foreclosure, and represent you in bankruptcy if eligible. He also offers no money down bankruptcy on all Chapter 13 plans on qualified debtors. B, begin a new chapter in your life. C, Call James Spivey in West Monroe at 387-3666 or visit jspiveylaw.com. We are a debt relief agency. We help people file for bankruptcy under the bankruptcy code. Consultation is free and confidential. No money down bankruptcy on all Chapter 13 plans on qualified debtors. All attorney's fees, court costs, and expenses are paid later as part of your confirmed Chapter 13 plan. Hey, this is Sean Fox, sports director here at ESPN 97.7, inviting you to join me and the rest of the sports company every day, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 for our unique, unfiltered take on the world of local and national sports. We're going to make you laugh. 
It might make you cry, and there's a pretty good chance at some point I'm going to make you mad. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. That's the Sports Company, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, right here in your home for sports in North Louisiana, ESPN 97.7. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in the ESPN, the 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx with you on a Tuesday morning. Thank you for spending a little part of your day with us, folks. Excited that you're here. You're ready to uh, chime in. You can do it text-wise or you can do it voice-wise. 888 993 888-993-7762. All right, Jamie, uh, by the way, this segment brought to you mm-hmm. by Spinevelle. Oh, yeah. If you if you got issues with uh, your wife, your girlfriend, your sister, your mom, your aunt. Get out of jail free. Get out of free, uh, jail free card. Go see them at Spinevelle. They'll take care of it. They'll take care of it. Get them uh, a gift certificate, folks. You can't beat spot available oh it's uh for, they can they can do it all and uh you'll have a very happy happy spouse uh and you know guys you you, you too they'll they'll uh they don't uh they don't care they'll uh they'll take your money just as well as anybody else and by the way it's a great return on investment because yeah. you leave there rejuvenated feeling great feeling better at the world and uh that's what we need right now yep lammy lane 807-1060-318-807-1060 pamper the special people in your life well uh i'm thinking coach sebron didn't get a lot of pampering from uh and, and i haven't seen any of this but uh according to i guess tommy and aaron talked about that this morning yeah it was really an interesting uh morning uh with uh of course you got the you know three big ones in this area barry sebron mickey mccarty and tommy tharp uh all mentioned about, you know, it was an interesting discussion about what high school coaches in this area, and, of course, we know SEC media days have begun and college football is about to kick off, but what people tend to forget is uh, high school football is about to uh, launch as well. And um, it was really an interesting topic, I thought, what, what Barry, of course, is moving into administration, what he brought up about how difficult it is, particularly at a school like Winsboro, which is 45 minutes from here, uh, and you've had, you know, kids have a tendency, and we don't think about this. And we talk a lot, you know, you and I sometimes, Terry, uh, get rants about economically what this area lacks and why, you know, and I talk about pride and, you know, why it's not good to litter and why because it, it hurts us attracting places. Well, in, in a different, in a roundabout sort of way, these coaches address that because, Say you've got a kid that uh, you got in the eighth or ninth grade, and you see, you know, he's got talent, uh, but his parents leave his junior year, and you know he's going to be a college prospect, and move to Texas. Why? Jobs. That's what hurts the Mangums and the Winsboros of this world, and uh, the others in our in our rural communities uh, that contribute a lot from an agricultural standpoint, but. It is hard to keep people there. And not, there's not a lot of people leaving Dallas to move to Winsboro. There's a lot of people leaving Winsboro to move to Dallas, and not just out Houston. Uh, and, of course, Texas, with their robust economy, has been a huge draw. And, and no state income tax. Yeah, I've often wondered, uh, especially since you live there, I, if you could do a study based on – do a, a demographic population-based study, how many people – in Dallas, Fort Worth, Metroplex, or the Houston, greater Houston 
Metroplex are native Louisianians. It would be a bundle. And a lot of people, in addition to that, you remember we also had uh, a storm called Katrina that did a lot of damage. Well, what a lot of people don't realize is, and you see this about every every year now, you see a kid that was displaced, Grant Delpit, for example, from Houston. Well, uh, yeah, but he was originally from New Orleans. His family had to leave because of Katrina. You talk about building, and, and, and Tommy, I thought it was funny, talking about building a wall around Mangum. Well, you know, Coach O has kind of addressed that. Louisiana is not the most populous state in the world, and we can't afford to lose any kind of talent, whether it be somebody who's, you know, a brain surgeon or, I know I'd say it a little facetiously, but what whatever their talent is, and we're primarily a sports talk show. I'm going to speak to it from an athletic standpoint. We lose a lot of it, uh, either through, you know, storms or through job loss, uh, people going for better opportunities elsewhere. We've got to make it better. And um, because you don't if, – if you're a coach there and you've got these kids with talent, you don't have that much of it. How many – what a difference. Can you imagine what uh, – what uh, Franklin Parrish's record would have been had they held on for Darius Mathis or some other kids like that? Yeah, it's you're talking two or three ball games a year. That's a dub that means the difference between a W and an L, and uh, that's got to be frustrating. And he's had trouble. I think they're working on it, but the ability to not only attract players but to attract coaches and keep them. Well, let me ask you uh, a question. Do you so th- now they're making. You know, it's hard to do. Would it, would a coach leave? somewhere in a, in a more impoverished area, which I think mm-hmm. Franklin Parish uh, would qualify as that. Sure. Uh, do you see teachers leaving an impoverished area, maybe to go to a Washtenaw Parish or to mm-hmm. a Lincoln Parish? Right. I mean, it happens. Well, it, you know, it's not really because it's close to the area. I mean, I don't think it's necessary. What really hurts is when you, they, they leave the state entirely or go to a really major metropolitan area. I mean, um, and I'm not saying that, you know, this is – people are going to go where opportunity is. I mean, if you've got hungry mouths to feed, you've got to go where the job is. Uh, I'm just saying we need to do – we need to continue to try to do a better job, and it, it can be as simple as changing the way, as I say, the way we look at ourselves, from keeping things up. You don't have to have a $450,000 house to be proud of what you live in, and that can be as simple as taking the crap out of your yard. Uh, and I'm telling you, folks, people laugh. It does make a difference. When Fortune 500 companies come to look, and by the way, that Fortune 500 company that attracts that employee may have a kid who is a heck of a baseball player, a heck of a football player. You want him moving in. You don't want him moving out. Even Mickey McCarty. I think he would rather have a kid, frankly, even though he was, he'll take his talent where he can get it, he'd much rather have a kid move in from Dallas or Houston or somewhere like that than, you know, having to take from Winsboro or somewhere like that. He would he'd much rather have that. Um, now, you know, because you're charged with winning and your job depends on you're 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 experiencing this now. You're a head coach now. Uh, no matter how much they like you, if you if you don't win a game next year, Terry, it's 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 not good. And you don't feel good about it. Um, if you're trying to but my point being if you're trying to instill excellence anywhere uh, it can be within an athletic program. If you think about this for a minute, 
think about the West Monroe's and the Neville's and even to some extent the Washita's of this world. What a difference it makes when somebody is coming to relocate into an area and sees the pride. I know generally in our situation it's it's exemplified through the athletic programs, but if you're going to bring your uproot your family from Denver, Colorado, and try to move to West Monroe, Louisiana, you're going to have the wife and the kids raising ten times of grief to you, eight times of hell. They don't want to move. But if they know, if you can give them a good experience, just like you did, you had to reload. You, No one can speak to this better than you can, Terry. You had to pull two, three kids out of the Metroplex of Dallas where everything was available to them. Everything. All, all your needs and wants were covered. It costs money. That's granted. But you had to uproot your family, even though you grew up here. Because I know this happened to me in Birmingham. I hated living in Birmingham. Hated it. Uh, but... Truth of the matter is, now that we're here, we want to make it better. That's why we get on this end, and maybe we can't. Well, I, listen, I tell you what, you're not complaining too much about the medical care around here right now, are you? I was very pleased with very it. Very pleased with it. That's what I'm talking about, uh, making it better. And, and by that, we're talking about you know bringing athletes into this area. I don't want a single coach to lose a kid to another school. Uh, now, I know we do it around here, and if you think there's not recruiting per se, okay, you're, let, you're living in a But you, you address this. Yeah, let's, let, let me ask you a question. Okay. If, and, and, again, I, I've never really weighed heavily on the select, non-select. Now that I'm actually coaching again, I want them to split it a third time if I had my choice. Right. <laughs> we want another split. Uh, that being said, I'm, I'm kind of being making a joke with that. But, you know, I'll, I'll put it like this. If your child was uh, really interested in science, mm-hmm. Jamie, let's just say we'll, we'll, uh, we'll say Sean was a serious, just really loved science or, or what have you. That would be a dream, but yeah, it, it would be. Well, let's see. We, you know, we're imagining things here, so let's mm-hmm. imagine that. Does it make sense that if your child has a love of a certain thing, that you would try to put them in the best environment to cultivate that interest in that love? Yes. Uh, if your child was really good in band, if he was a great trumpet player, and just live for band, does it make sense that you would try to put him in a situation that uh, is more conducive to developing that skill and that love? Yes. Uh, if your child really likes football or really likes baseball or ice hockey, you know, if, you, if you're if you an ice hockey player here in the, in, in the Twin Cities, you're probably a pretty frustrated guy or uh, girl. Yes. Not a whole lot of ice hockey here. But if your child loves, and I know somebody in Lafayette that did this. They're, you know, and they got a little mini mini ice hockey league down in Lafayette when they had the ice skaters. They moved to Frisco, Texas, so their high school kid or a junior or elementary at the time could pursue his ice hockey stuff. And, you know, I admire that with families. But I guess my point being, as adults, we try to look for the best situation we can for our families uh, financially, uh, job-related, um, you know, where it's a good situation for us. As opposed to going, well, Jamie, you live on Street A, therefore your jobs are restricted to within five miles of that radius. I like, you know, Detroit did this years ago, not that Detroit's done anything good. I don't know if that's a good example. But but what they did is they have different types of high schools. They have the technical high school. Sure. They have the high schools that are college prep. 
they have just the menial general education high schools, and you pick and choose kind of where you want to go. And the technical high schools are a really big deal up there. Actually, some of the, the suburbs of Detroit actually are not bad, some of those. Castec. Yeah, I, I recall signing two kids out of Castec. Um, at any rate, I have a hard time when people, um, you know, everybody wants to talk recruiting, recruiting. and You know, 99% of the people have no context what recruiting is. Recruiting in a college level, recruiting in a high school or a junior high or club team, completely different gigs. I would suggest to you that, you know, we talked about the kids going to Neville mm-hmm. uh, from Winsboro. Do you really think they got recruited? I don't know anybody over there. Do you really think they got recruited? Are those kids starting looking around going, are, are their parents or whoever, where's the best opportunity for me to do really well? And is football a way out of this area for me? You know, odds are, and I, I can't speak to the grades on these kids, they might be 4.0 and going to Harvard. Uh, you know, if they are, God bless well, them. They were but, good enough to sign college scholarships. But the point being, what gives you the better opportunity for your future? I'm not against opportunity. All right. Well, we'll, 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 we'll debate this when we come out. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, this segment sponsored by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Best pet care you're going to get. Go see him on US 165. North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. Jamie and I'll be back. Umamito, ESPN. tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Starlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. This Saturday, 8 till noon, it's Household Hazardous Waste Collection Day. This is your opportunity to safely and properly dispose of those items around your house, such as oil base and latex paints, adhesives and glues, antifreeze, tires without rims, poisons, insecticides and weed killers, batteries, fluorescent light bulbs, and more. For a complete list of acceptable and non-acceptable items, please call the Lincoln Parish Solid Waste at 251-5159. It's free to all Lincoln Parish and City of Ruston residents. No business or commercial waste accepted. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7. 
And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, bringing it home on a Tuesday, um, the 11th day of July 2017. Jamie, the last month without college football. It is, but uh, if you listen at 3 o'clock this afternoon, you'll get to hear Sean and the gang uh, at SEC Media Days, which I think you can almost I, – I don't like that it's this early. Nevertheless, we'll consider this the unofficial kickoff to the college. Does he have a big season. guest coming on? He does. I think he uh, – I think Paul Feinbaum from the SEC Network will be on. I don't know if Phyllis and, and her – I want Phyllis. Favorite. Forget Feinbaum. I want Phyllis. Uh, Phyllis is uh, an interesting lady. Um, she uh, – Phyllis is Phyllis from Mulga is pretty much will tell you uh, how the cow ate the cabbage. Um, she is a uh, a rabid rabid Alabama fan and will let you know why. And if you say anything bad about her beloved Christian Tide, she will tell you to go to Hades in so many different ways. Do you think she likes the Camel cigarettes or Alabama football more? Uh, it is a standoff. I usually think she she probably is the only one that is allowed to smoke it. She's Alabama Camel's game. unfiltered, right? She's Camel's unfiltered. Uh, <laughs> she is uh, – Phyllis is what you think. I mean, I wasn't too disappointed. Um, is she, she what? It, okay, so I've never seen her. I'm picturing in my mind what it is. Am I, am I too far off of that? Actually, she's – Quite, let me give oh, uh, Philly there a little credit. She's a little more attractive than you would gather, um, and she—I will say this: she plays the plays the role very well. I don't think she has to try that hard. So it's um, natural. It, uh, oh yes, oh yes. Phyllis I think it's is, something like something out of Mama's Family. Remember that show back in the day? You're you're getting close. You're right. getting close. Uh, she definitely, you know, kind of resembles a little bit of Mama. Uh, and you said that was attractive, dear God. Well, I mean, you know. You, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying what is relative, wrong with you? Relatively speaking. Uh, let's, it's, it's all relative. Uh, yeah. It's all relative with Phyllis. But anyway, this afternoon at three, Nick Brown is also there, and uh, they're only staying two days uh, today, and they'll be on at three. Hopefully, had a little technical problems yesterday, and now they'll be able to uh, bring you Paul Feinbaum and a bunch, hopefully, of very good interviews. Media, that's, that's always an interesting it's a good kickoff because again, I mean, last night you know we had the uh, the All Star. I watched actually a little bit of the home run contest last night. I did briefly. Yeah. Let me ask you this: uh, the NFL, we're going to throw the Pro Bowl out because nobody largely cares about that. If you go to the Major League Baseball, you go to the NBA All Star Weekend. Both those are unique in their own right. Mm-hmm. I would have to tell you, I think I like Major League Baseball's uh, All Star Weekend maybe even a little bit better than NBA. Because they make it fun. The home run derby contest is fun. I mean, that's a throwback, you know, and baseball has its traditions. Mm-hmm. The NBA All-Star Weekend has become more of a, uh, uh, a combination faux basketball and major media rap mogul. Who can you hang out with more? I'm not sure baseball is quite like that. Am I wrong on that? No, I think it's uh, – they're always thinking up ways that – you know, to make it interesting, I, I too enjoyed some. I can't watch it uh, for like an hour, but I mean, it's it's interesting to see. I mean, there's some just tremendous talent coming up in the major leagues. The home run hitting contest, and it's like uh, Coach, uh, like Tommy brought up this morning. These aren't, you know, they're the days of the little uh, scrappy uh, second baseman. Uh, there's not too many of them anymore. These are these are grown men. And uh, as he said, they all look like NFL tight ends. I agree. Aaron Judge and um, I believe it's uh, Bourne, the second kid, Justin Bourne, uh, absolutely are mammoth. Hey, but stay out of that weight room. (laughs) 
Charlie Blackman from uh, Georgia Tech graduate, believe it or not. He launched a few. So, anyway, it was interesting. Delorio, our friend, uh, I think Delorio's back. I think he was like in New Mexico working somewhere. Delorio from Lisbon, is, you know, he's listened for, yes, for a long yes, time. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Chimes in. I just want to get this in. He goes, the point about the move to Dallas is very true. Mm-hmm. Literally half my great aunts and uncles have moved there on both sides. I had several cousins that could have led Homer to probably be a state championship contender in football that played for DeSoto and Skyline. Both of those, oh, yeah. in case you don't know, DeSoto and Skyline, more so DeSoto than Skyline. Jalen Mills at LSU is DeSoto guy. Um, Big-time players in uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how many of those kids have Louisiana backgrounds. Um, and you know, generally when LSU signs a player from Texas or something, there's a, there's a connection there somewhere, family or whatever. Like an old um, Jimmy Buffett song, everybody's got a cousin of Miami. Everybody's got a cousin everybody's of Louisiana. Cousin whatever. And um, I think to your point, uh, you know, I I know that as a parent, you do want the best for your children, and uh, you want to give them the best opportunity available. Uh, but I guess my point, I'm I'm siding a little bit. I do kind of understand a little bit uh, the frustration these coaches must feel. Oh my dear God! Who's trying to? Thank you, James, for making me sick all over. James sent me a picture of Phyllis. Alabama Phyllis. Oh, well, see, no one should be denied that. Oh, my. Just Check when I was out. feeling better. Thanks, James. Now, does she have the Marlboro in her mouth, or is this just a. a you got to come see. Here, let me turn this. Let me turn this. Please hold. This around. is very uh, entertaining. <laughs> that is, let me tell you, that is Phyllis in her younger days. Now, she, now you tell me. I mean, that's that that was before the two pack a day habit. That was. Dear God. Really? <laughs> uh, let me tell you. That is awful. You know, you're being kind of cruel on Phyllis. I mean, that that is a very attractive lady. A younger Phyllis. Bruce Jenner looks better. Uh, we're not sure that isn't Bruce, but this uh, could be Bruce. Okay, now Bruce's look, mother, maybe. Look, look at that. Uh, look at that. She's got a curvaceous figure, uh, a nice hairstyle. Uh, you got to remember that's like Phyllis has got to be pushing sixties. Plus. Yeah, this was like the picture last week. Does it have a year on that, by the way? No. Then he sent me an, okay, I guess this is the updated one. Phyllis, yeah. Phyllis with a makeover. Have you seen uh, the latest version of Phyllis? I, I, I guess this is it here. You make you pine for the younger days. Let me see. Where is that one? Uh, no, let, me, this, let me get over This there. one is less tame. This, this is, Please this, hold. This is better than the other one. This looks like she like somebody's aunt or something. That, that looks better than the other one. Uh, actually, that is, uh, these are, I have to tell you, uh, Dear God. Those are very flattering photos because that's uh, Phyllis has, has got quite a bit of gray now, uh, don't we all? And she is, I mean, the, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, where you see Chelsea Clinton maybe got a little better with age. I don't know if you could apply the same logic to Phyllis. Um, the years haven't always been kind. Um, but you smoke five packs a day. It probably does that. Uh, that's three. I'll have, you know, just three. Um, she is a, uh, a very big Alabama fan. I'm sure she will. Uh, if you have not heard Phyllis, you really owe it to yourself to do it. What if she got over the Clemson loss last year? Well, Clemson cheated. Uh, let's face it. Uh, if you, if you beat me, you cheat. Yeah. And, um, doesn't, doesn't really care for Auburn that much. Um, (laughs) doesn't really care for anybody that's not Alabama. Um, Nick Saban, I would say, I, I can't decide whether, see, she started in the Bear Bryant years, right? So that's when everybody with Alabama, and I've had uh, some Alabama fans tell me, they basically, you know, that's they got tired of everybody making fun of them being this and that and whatever, and you're a bunch of backwards. Okay, yeah, but we'll, you know, but we've got Alabama football. 
and that crowd hasn't all died off yet. And well, I wonder where she was during the Mike Shula days, back when they were like really bad. Oh, she was like she, no, P.S. Pre-saving. She probably drank a lot back then. But I'm telling you, Phyllis is um, no. Phil, she is. If you want the quintessential uh, Southern Belle, Phyllis Famoga is is maybe not the first place to look. But I will tell you. She is uh, loyal, uh, dependable. She stands by her men, and she stands by her tide. And she stands by vacuum cleaner. It's loyal and dependable. I mean, which actually might be more attractive. She's probably a lot more loyal than Blue Dog is. I'll say that. But uh, if you got got food, Blue Dog is your man. Well, anyway, we. I don't know if Phyllis will make an appearance. I I doubt it. But uh, she, if Paul's on, you know, and not to say that Sean Fox. That's a challenge to Sean and Nick Brown. Go get a selfie with Phyllis. You know, I'm going to text him when we get off the air and tell him, look, uh, you you're a real man. Me? Yeah, get a, get a selfie. Uh, excuse me. Let's see. When is the running to the gumps uh, at SEC Media Gaze? I do believe it is tomorrow. What is that? Running to the gumps? Yeah. That is when the uh, – that's when Saban arrives. And all the uh, all the fans um, – Like carry him in on a – Yeah, the palm branches waving, uh, genuflecting, babies being kissed, pe- rose petals being thrown. Uh and a men, a grown men openly weeping. Um, it is something to behold um, because let me tell you something. Is he riding on like a donkey or anything? Uh, he actually, I think he he actually may even drive himself or probably is catered. Saban so drives his own car. Yeah, and of course, you know this is held at the Winfrey Hotel. Next thing you tell me, he cuts his own steak. Uh, no, don't push it. Um, I'm thinking, but when he comes there, it is it is absolutely amazing. Um, and Sean and he used to get video, and of course we talked about you know. And it's not uh, not unusual to see uh, a Bama fan uh, wearing a shirt that says Auburn sucks, um, and and you've got various things like um, I, I mean football signing and stuff. But I'm telling you, you know Saban actually he walked right past me there because I, I wanted to trip him. You're about the same size he is, huh? Uh, actually, we kind of look eye to eye. Yeah, we're not. He's not a whole lot different, uh, taller than I am. Uh, only his paycheck is a lot taller. Um, but he's up, I think he's up to about nine nine mil now a year, just straight salary. So uh, again, it's really interesting, Terry, to see uh, when Nick Saban arrives, um, and all the things that go along with it. It really is a circus, and uh, that will begin I think tomorrow or today. I'm not sure, but usually it's a it's a three three team four team four team three team format. You got twelve teams you got to get in. In four days, and it is a marathon, not a sprint. Steve, appreciate you chiming in this morning. No, I was not wasted away in Margaritaville. God, I wish I were. And, uh, Chad, appreciate the compliment on the show. John, appreciate the compliment on the show. We try to be a little bit different here. I think we achieve that. I mean, where else are you going to get Phyllis? Uh, you're going to get uh naked dude gets bitten by a shark, and they blame, like, the lifeguard. Oh, oh wait. Pump the brakes here. I don't want to equate nudity and Phyllis sentence okay so let's, let's <laughs> how you feeling now Terry uh, between between you and uh you and James that sent me the Phyllis before and after pictures dude that's just awful anyway thanks for listening today folks hopefully we made you smile a little bit that's the goal of the day for us thanks to our sponsors Mr. Bobby Manning attorney at law PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design Spa Novell our friends at GB Cooley reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Our sponsor for the Hotline Texas, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, and our title sponsor, 
Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go by and see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. If you're looking for the best pet care, folks, you're not going to beat Dr. Weber. For Jamie Fox and John Tabor, I'm Terry Walter reminding you, make sure you stay tuned this afternoon. Sean Fox will have uh, Paul Feinbaum on, and again, we'll, we'll check out Sean Fox's man card. If he can get a selfie, he or Nick Brown, with Phyllis. That would be impressive. Until tomorrow, folks, aloha. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. 